Hi there, I'm Charlie, your online business manager and WordPress expert. My goal is to assist small to medium business owners build their businesses with a focus on using the internet and online technologies in an appropriate and cost-effective manner. People hire me to take the stress out of managing their businesses and allow themselves to focus on what they do best. Today, I'm speaking with Kevin, the founder and co-host of Next Level University podcast. At Next Level University, Kevin helps you uncover habits that help you recognize your self-worth to create fulfillment and success in your business and your life. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the show. Charlie, thank you so very much for having me. Good morning. You have all the energy in the morning. I'm grateful for the time and I'm excited to see where we go today. Thank you very much. And so people um sort of get get the idea here that um it's seven AM for me and I think it's five PM for Kevin. He's on the it other is. side of the world. And yes. these are the joys of running an online business. And I say joys because I actually really enjoy getting up early and doing these sorts of things. It starts my day off really well. So I'm really well, excited about having you here, Kevin. I appreciate it. Let's hope I gave you a good reason, or let's hope I give you a good reason with this uh <laughs> with this conversation. Let's hope it's valuable. Thank you so much. Well, look, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Kevin, just the helicopter view. Who are you? How'd you get into this? What, what are you doing? Yeah. So today I am the host of Next Level University. We have 1,440 episodes as of today. We do an episode every single day, and that's a, a large part of what you'll see me doing. You'll see me in front of this microphone very, very often, but that's not where I started, right? We We all start somewhere, and that was not it for me. So I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. And obviously that impacted me in many, many ways. And hopefully the, the most positive ways will show through. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I decided not to go to college. Ended up working many, many different odd jobs. Eventually got a job that was very financially successful. I had all the trappings of success, but internally I was miserable. Ended up debating suicide and deciding, you know what, I'm going to leave this job behind and I'm going to do something that I love. And at that time, I already, already found podcasting and I had fell in love with it. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this podcast thing and I'm going to be a full-time podcaster and I'm going to try to figure out how to turn it into a business. And that was in 2018. So in 2018, I became a full-time, very broke podcaster and entrepreneur. And ever since then, I've been trying to really work on myself so I could get a little bit better because I have a deep belief that your business, your relationship, your life is not going to grow beyond your capabilities. And that's why I try to get just a little bit better every day. And then I can add a little bit more value every day, every day. And that is the, the man you see in front of you today. That sounds, that's fascinating. Um, so you, you actually stopped whatever you were doing, which I, I love the term you use there, trappings of success. Um, and that's probably something I might want to drill down on just a little bit as we go through our conversation. Sure. Um, but yeah, a very broke, I'm sure many of my listeners can understand that one, a very broke entrepreneur trying to get their business going. Um, I take it it's going better now for you. Yes. Yeah. Now it is. Now it is good. A lot of the quote unquote success has showed up. But again, I, I don't ever want anybody to think that's where we started because most likely, and maybe hopefully if you are listening, that's where you are, but I'm still losing every day. I'm still making mistakes. I still mess up. I still have insecurities. I still have fears. So 
I might be further along in a season, but I still have a long, long way to go. Yep, I get that. Um, so you, you use the term that you're losing every day. I, I, I think sometimes if you can turn that around to say, well, that's a win yes. because that's something else I can focus on. Yes, I would um, agree. <laughs> excellent. So tell me, what is it you're doing today and how are you helping people? So our podcast is something we drop an episode with every day. And our main focus, much to your point, Charlie, is I believe there are a lot of tactics. I believe there are a lot of how-tos out there. But the best tactics in the world do not help us if we don't understand who we are as humans first. So our goal is to help people understand themselves at a deeper level, understand what their identity actually is and how it's showing up, help them shift their identity and then use new tactics to get better results in their life. And we do that through the podcast. We have a bunch of other free stuff that we do, but we also have paid coaching and stuff like that. At the end of the day, I really want to be a positive male role model, the one that I never had. And you mentioned that you had a large listener base similar to ours, primarily of women. I didn't tell you that before, but most of our listeners are actually women as well. And it has been a very, very interesting, challenging thing to learn so much and understand uh, that demographic at a deeper level. So that is something I'm working on every single day as well. No, I, I find that fascinating. Um, and I, I really love to hear that you say you want to be a um, really strong male role model um, because it's really, really important in mm. everyone's life to have that 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 energy in their life. Um, you know, yes, mums are important and dads are important and they're equally important in very different ways. So well, I appreciate that's great it. I appreciate to hear. It. Thank you. Um, and I know that, you know, I like, I like the male energy coming through in my business because Oh, it's different to what I would do. And sometimes you sit there and you go, that's so, so alien. Why would you do that? Why would you even? And then you work it out. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. It's important. Um, it's important to have, to have a well, I don't want to say balance, but a, a good juggling act of all things, right? We, you don't have to be all one thing. You don't have to be all another thing, but it's important to juggle different things and see the results you get and figure out what are you really good at? What do you need to improve at? I think that's just life in a nutshell. Um, where, where, where can you get help? Like, where do you need the help to come in and not do it all yourself? Because sometimes it's not up. It's it's not within your bailiwick. It's not within your core being even mm. to do some of the things that need to be done. And you, you just get someone else to help you out do it. That that's my that's how I do it anyway. No, it's very it's very important. We're we're very again. That's the other thing, right? Is you see me in front of you, but we have a 16 person team, an amazing wow. team. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a very big global team. So I wouldn't be able to do this if I was doing something else. And there are certain things that what we say are in the genius zone, right? Podcasting is one of the things I spend a lot of my time doing. It doesn't mean I'm a genius at it, but it's one of the best uses of my time. And there are people on the team that are just way better at other stuff. I'm not as good at uh, graphic design. That's just not my sweet spot. I can I can draw you a stick figure, but that's about it. I'm not I'm not creative when it comes to that. So I would second that. It's it's very important to have the right people in the right place doing the right things. Fabulous. Oh, that's great to hear. Um, so I actually want to talk a little bit about your business, but I'll come back to that. I'm uh, interested to hear what sort of advice you would have for people who are in business. They're working for themselves. Mm. Um, 
I don't like it. I used to use the term solopreneur and I don't particularly like it anymore. Mm. Um, but, you know, they work for themselves. They, they uh, are building a business. They might work with a team of people that, you know, they'll, they'll pass stuff off. They don't actually have them in their business. What sort of advice could you give them in terms of who they are, what they're doing, um, how can they achieve success or, or start to develop their success? Yeah, there's a million a million different ways. I would say from an internal standpoint, number 1 as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as somebody who might be going against the grain of the people around you, understanding the importance of setting boundaries is something I am always big on because at the beginning, maybe you don't have a lot of results and people think what you're doing is quote unquote cute. And you can come out for lunch and you can come out for dinner and you should come away with us for the weekend when you understand that you're really trying to build something that nobody can see yet. So practicing the ability to flex your self-worth and say, hey, I need to set a, a hard boundary around this. This business is important to me. This is my livelihood. This is the thing I'm super passionate about. That is something, that was advice I could have used very early on. So I figured I would throw that out there. The other thing that I I always try to, to put out there is Many of us have key performance indicators or measurements or whatever you want to call them within our business. So we're going to send X amount of emails, X amount of social media posts, whatever it is. My challenge to you, if you're whether you're watching or, or listening, is what are the key performance indicators for your life, you personally, outside of your business? So how many gym sessions do you have a week? How many date nights with your partner if you have a partner? Do you play the gratitude game with your partner? How often are you tracking your own finances? That type of stuff. I think a lot of us can get lost in the growth of the business and the delivery of the business. But when we talked about this behind the scenes, the person growing the business and delivering within the business is you. And it can only grow and deliver to the competence of the leader. And you are the leader. So I would say invest as much in self-improvement and personal development as you do anything else. It is a We spend a lot of money getting better. Right. But I've never regretted that. I've bought some dumb things in the past and I've regretted those, but I've never regretted a book. When we were broke and I could have barely afford to pay rent, I still bought books on Audible. And that's one of the best decisions ever. So make sure you understand that you are the most important investment in your business because you are what is going to facilitate the growth. And a lot of the bottlenecks are going to be yours as well. So when you work on yourself, you can work through those, those bottlenecks. I would say those are two really, really big ones. And then I would say this, try to try to reset your expectations as often as possible. I know when I started this, I thought it was going to be easy and I was humbled very quickly. So the more, the more often you can set your expectations and say, okay, based on what has happened and the new experiences I have, what do I actually think I can expect? I think that's a powerful thing to do because maybe it'll allow you to align your habits and your behaviors a little bit more. So I love, I actually really love that bit. Um, and it, it brought me in mind of success is not necessarily the destination. Mm. It's the journey you take to get there. Um, I know that when I do business planning um, and I do a little bit of story writing and you start writing a story, like the, the example I can give is you start writing a story and you know where you want your story to end up. And then as you're writing it, you're like, actually, 
you know, this story is going to take a bit of a turn. <laughs> and rather than getting stuck on, well, how am I going to get to the end that I had decided? I look at that ending and I go, oh, I'm going to just turn that ending just a little bit. And that's what it's like in your life as well. Yeah. There's a lot of things, a lot of the things we do today as a business, I didn't know we were going to do in the beginning. One of our most profitable profitable departments, I did not ever plan on doing. I never expected it. It almost fell in my lap. I didn't I didn't know we were going to do that, but we pivoted, we were flexible, and then we tried to get we tried to get really good at it. One more thing I would say. Make sure you understand how sustainable your business effort is. We I get asked a lot about burnout and work-life balance. And again, I I'm a I try to be a different case just because I'm really, really grinding my face off, but I have very, very different goals than a lot of people. And I don't ever want my goals to fall onto somebody else. Ask yourself, how sustainable is my approach to growing my business, to delivering in my business? Because the last thing you want to do is be 5, 10, 15 years down the road and be so stuck in your business that you're unable to do the other things that fill you up. So that that's another bit of advice I would give. I know in the beginning, you kind of can't really focus on sustainability, but it's good to have a, an overhead view of it just in case. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, that brought me in mind of there are going to be times that you are working, 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 and it's really busy and you, mm -hmm. you feel like you're going to drop. But it's not always going to be like that, or it shouldn't always be like that. So mm. take that out, take that on board. Is that it's okay to put in a lot of effort for a period of time. I want to say a short period of time, but a period of time. But when you get to the end of that, don't think you have to continue doing it. Yep. Take a time out, go and re as um as Kevin said, look at what your KPIs are for your own internal self. Yeah. And say, am I still meeting those? Do I need to go and just realign on one of these? Do I need to go and walk on the beach or go for a walk in the rainforest or or something? Just re reset. I, I think yeah. that's a really powerful message there. I appreciate it. Ultimately, if you can get to the point where so right now I track 26 habits or 27 habits, something like that. And I don't do them every day. I mess up, but usually I'm 70 to 90%. That's usually the percentage I live around, but they're not all for the business. One of them is exercise for 30 minutes a day, weigh myself, um, tra track my weight, actually track it and write it down. Then under wealth, I track our finances every single day. doesn't matter whether we made $10,000 that day or zero dollars that day. I track the finances every day. I learn for 30 minutes every day, but it's not always about business. Sometimes it's about sales. Sometimes it's about the human body. Sometimes it's about nutrition, right? It's not always about business. So that's me improving myself. And then my favorite is within my relationship. Every night before I go to bed, my wife and I play the gratitude game. So one thing she's grateful for about me, one thing I'm grateful for about her. You might hear that and say, that has nothing to do with business. I know, but it does. It has everything to do with me. And, and when my wife and I are, are super connected, everything's better. I'm a better speaker. I'm a better communicator. I can work harder. I can be more consistent. A lot of the things that are going to bring us business success are things that are going to bring us success first. So that when I say sustainable, that's what I mean. I really mean if you like going for walks every Sunday, schedule a walk. And you do not work on Sundays. You go for a walk on Sundays or rock climbing, painting, photography. If you can schedule those things that fill your cup in to your schedule, that makes it sustainable. And then you're working on your business, but you're also fulfilling 
yourself. You feel fulfilled. You feel aligned, right? You're getting your cup filled as well. I, I love it. And um, your gratitude game is really good. I'm going to start doing that. I actually live with my dad. I'm going to start doing that with my dad. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. I, 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 well, I think it's great. And um, yeah, you said it, it might not have anything to do with your business. I've got to tell you that I, I work in the customer service side of it as well. And you know, I, I deal with a lot of people and there are days that you come out of it going, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> customer service can be hard and mm. oh goodness I didn't I didn't handle that call well and I'm done and yeah like you can be really down on yourself and when someone can, someone who you love turns around to you and says I'm grateful for yeah it just smooths that out takes yeah. it right down it's great yeah, it, it shows you what's really important right we're gonna have rough days we're gonna have long days people are gonna people are gonna blow up at us we're gonna blow up at people but when you get to the end of the day and maybe you're sharing with a loved one or you're going for a walk, whatever it is that really fills your cup that makes you understand, oh, it's way more. It's There's so much more to the life than just the business. That the experiences that we'll never forget, if you can stack your life with those as well, it's it's challenging at times because it does. It feels like It feels like in this moment, this is everything. And it is. In this moment, I don't care about anything else. I'm not thinking about anything else. But when I'm done with this, there'll be something else that I'll focus on completely. And it almost seems like nothing else matters, but is the the, the juggling act of everything matters, but nothing matters. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, tell me a little bit about your business because I'm you 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 tweak my interest. <laughs> You've got a sixteen person team. Um, yes. When when you when you introduced uh, what you were doing, you said you wanted to be a full time podcaster. Mm-hmm. which obviously you are if you're dropping an episode every day, which is amazing, yes. I might mm-hmm. add. Thank but tell you. me a bit about the um, business that you've created. And I take it you created this from 2018? Yeah, 2018, it started. No revenue, no clients, none of that. A year and a half, two years later, we got into coaching. So I was broke. I had no money. I was $35,000 in credit card debt. And I went to my business partner and said, hey, I need to start making money. And he said, well, you should start coaching for free. And I said, uh, money. I said, I need to start making money. <laughs> I don't know if you missed that part that I, that I get quiet when I said that. And he said, well, Kev, nobody, number one, you've never coached. Number two, we don't have a ton of demand yet. And number three, you need to build the confidence to coach. So I think you should do it for free. So I started coaching for free. I had five clients that paid me $0 and I coached them all for free for, I think a month or two. I think it was two months. And at the end of the two months, I said, hey, I can't do this for free. What do you think of $50 a week? And they all said, yes. And I was like, whoa, no way. Awesome. I'm a coach. Cool. That's 250 so, bucks a week. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's That helped me start climbing out of my credit card debt. So that was a really good start. And then from there, somebody reached out to me when we were a couple hundred episodes in and they said, hey, can you produce my podcast? And I said, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't even know what that means, even though I did at the time. So then we created another branch of the business that did that. Then as we kept going, we started doing live events, which are the most humbling things in the world. So that's a piece of our business. We do live events and we are going to be doing retreats next year. Then we said, okay, well, we can only take on so many one-on-one clients. Let's do group coaching. So we just graduated our 11th round of group coaching, 10 people per round. Then it was, okay, well, we're doing all this, we might as well start speaking. So then we started speaking. So really the business for us is no matter where you are in your self-improvement set point or where you are in your financial set point or your financial 
life, I guess, there is somewhere within the business. There's a lot of free stuff. There's a ton of free stuff. Facebook group, an episode every day, monthly meetups every every month. You know, there's a lot of free stuff. But under that, if you you don't have a ton of money, we have some courses that are cheaper or free courses, right? So yeah, our, our ultimate business is how do we help somebody get to the next level of their life, whatever that means. And it is all directly based in adding value to someone's life in some way, shape or form. But the majority of our revenue and the majority of our business is one-on-one coaching or podcast production. Those are really the, the two big things. And here's the interesting thing. 99.9% of the shows that we produce are in the self-improvement industry. So if I'm really focused on impact, I'm helping 40 some odd other shows impact, which means I'm getting that impact as well. So that's another beautiful thing. When, when you get really good at something and you practice something and you get perception in something, people reach out to you and ask for that help. And that could be another layer of your business before you know it. So um, the the thing that I I think I want to go back on there is that you pivot really quickly. Um, You're open to opportunity would be uh, a a term I I would use. You've got your Mm. eyes open and you're not looking for the opportunity. Like you're not out there searching for an opportunity. But when it comes knocking, you're ready to take to, to open the door and say, yep, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> well, I have to give a lot of credit to my business partner because he is he is far more of the visionary than I am. He's the He is the engineer. I am the artist. He's plotting what we're going to do 15 years and three days from today. I'm figuring out what am I going to do when I get off this interview. So we have a very good relationship and we we hit both ends of the spectrum very much. So I want to make sure I give him credit because a lot of what I've learned is from him and it would be a real shame if I pretended he didn't exist. Although I would like to do it sometimes because it might make me look a little bit better. <laughs> Actually, I, I think it's lovely that um, you, you, you've done that call out. And it's something that I think we can touch on for um, business owners who are listening sure. to this. You are running your own businesses. You're on. Most of you are on your own. I, I know that a lot of my, my listeners are just run on their own. Get yourself a coach, get yourself someone, um, an accountability partner, someone else that has a different vision to you that can challenge you or say, have you looked at this thing in this way? Because that's what I'm seeing for you. It actually yeah. helps that, that that different view helps. Yeah. An so, outside um, influence. Oh, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say an, an outside influence doesn't have your limiting beliefs. They don't see your limiting beliefs. They see you. And they don't know what you've, and this is going to be positive or negative, but they don't know what you've been through. They don't know the failures you've had, the success. They don't know what you think about before you go to bed at night. They see the potential that you have. And I'm very, I'm very blessed because Alan saw that in me. And that's one of the reasons I am where I am today. So I am, I might be the biggest proponent for having a coach or having a peak performance partner or a mentor or whatever it may be. It is the best way to get ahead because somebody's going to download their consciousness into you. Fantastic. Yeah, lovely. Um, Okay, so how do people get to work with you? Uh, You've mentioned you've got a whole heap of stuff here and um, (laughs) I'd really love to send my listeners to you because I think some of them them will pick up some great stuff from you. I appreciate it. I always, and this is just, this is also the way we do business. I always tell people just to listen to the podcast because if you listen and you find something that resonates with you, you hear us say something, maybe then it'll be the time to reach out to work with us. So just listen to the show. If it resonates with you, 
either way, it'll be free value. Maybe you'll love us. Maybe you'll get sick of us very quickly because there's a lot of content. So just search Next Level University. We're on all the platforms. We're on YouTube. If you say, you know what? I 10 out of 10 know I want to work with you guys. Just shoot me an email. My email is kevin at nextleveluniverse.com, whether it's podcasting stuff or whatever. Any questions you have, podcasting, business, I'm happy to answer. We like to give away a lot of value. So anything I can do to add value, I'm just an email away. Fantastic. And I will make sure I have um, some of those links in the show notes. Thank you. Um, and I'll direct them. I know I saw a page where you had all of your um, platforms linked up. So I'll, I'll send people <laughs> to there so that thank they you, can thank you. subscribe on the right right platform for themselves. Um, so what sort of, if you were to say to someone today something, what is the one thing you would like them to take away with them? One of my favorite quotes is your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold onto and pour into the longest. So at some point you had imagined that you were going to build a business and you went through with it. You said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to start this thing. But when times get hard, some of us forget why we started or we lose that imagination. We lose that piece of us that said, you know what? I think I can do this. I saw the way they were doing. I think I can actually do it better than them that you have to hold on to the belief and you have to pour into it. So if you hold on to it, I'm a business owner. I can, I can do this. I know it. You hold on to that and you pour into it by getting a little bit better every day, a lot can change in six years, right? It's, it's been six years since we started the six year ago version would not recognize this one, but it's not because I'm anything special. It's not because I'm, I'm gifted with most things. It's just because I believed sometimes that I could do this and I kept pouring into it. That's the the one thing. So that, hang on to your imagination. There's a lot of people that are going to tell you it's crazy. There's a lot of people that, is, that are going to tell you your, your goals aren't realistic. Maybe they're not realistic for them, but it doesn't mean it's not realistic for you. And don't take advice from people who you wouldn't trade places with. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, you sort of started the show with that one too, didn't you? In terms of you're going to get people around that think it's cute. (laughs) Yeah, I, I remember it's, that's one of my running jokes is I remember when I used to get laughed at for being a podcaster. And now when I go to weddings and people say, what do you do? And I say, I'm a podcaster. It's, I end up becoming the cool guy at the party because everybody wants to know what, how, what do you mean? How do you, how'd you do that? So it's, it is. It's that old quote that some of the people that are laughing at you at the beginning will be asking you how you did at the end. I know that's kind of an ego quote, so I don't like saying it, but if it resonates with you and it, it gives you a little kick in the butt to keep going, I'm good with it. I, I think it's I think it's good. And I think sometimes you need to give your ego a bit of a boost. That's <laughs> fair. That's sometimes fair. no one else is going to do it. <laughs> that, that is fair, Charlie. That is fair. No, and I'm just sort of, I'm sort of giggling a little because you said when, now when you say you're a podcaster, people are like, oh, how did you do it? Because yeah, <laughs> six years ago, people were like, oh, podcasting, really? Mm-hmm. Now everyone wants to do it because <laughs> it's the cool thing to do. It is. It's the sexy <laughs> thing now. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't super sexy six years ago, but it is now. Absolutely. Well, look, Kevin, I, I want to say thank you again for coming on um, and sharing your wisdom. Um, I will make sure you have all, we have all of your information in the show notes. Um, guys, I, I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Um, and if you've got any questions, 
put a comment below. Um, come and join me on my locals community, askcharlieletham.locals.com and have a discussion around any of this stuff because honestly, anything that makes you a better person will make your business better as well. Um, if you have, do you have anything more you wanted to add before we sign off today? I appreciate you getting up early and I appreciate your energy and I appreciate your positivity and I'm grateful that I got to meet you. That's it. Thank you very much. Hey guys, have a great week.